0: It's time for the Christian Car Guy Show. Today, a very special Labor Day edition, a Labor Day weekend edition of the Christian Car Guy Show. It's a live show. We welcome your calls today, 866-348-7884-866-34TRUTH. And today's subject, <laughs> coincidentally, false labor. Isn't that a great topic for Labor Day weekend? False labor. Anyone who's ever had experience paying for car repair knows how the labor charges seem exorbitant sometimes. So what about false labor? Well, we're going to dive into that subject today. And to me, the problem is much like these Russian nesting dolls. I don't know if you've ever seen the Russian nesting dolls. I went to Russia years ago and we bought several of them but they're one inside of the other, inside of the other, inside of the other. And then, you know, when you get to the heart of it, there's this little baby that looks just like the one on the outside. And so not only are they full of themselves, but inherently that makes them self-centered, right? And so by now you may see where I'm headed <laughs> and we'll get there. But I need to make sure we all have a common understanding of the labor calculations and how these charges in most – Car repair shops are calculated and determined. You see, the traditional way to calculate labor charges for car repair, since I got into it in the 1960s, actually, I've been in it a while, (laughs) it's telling my age, but they were these time guides, and they're made by Chilton's and Motors, so they're Chilton and Motor Manuals is what they're called. And the principle works like this. The way a time guide works is they will study to see how long it takes an average mechanic with the right tools to take and perform a job. For example, if they're going to replace spark plugs in a 1969 Barracuda back in the day, you know, Chilton would say that takes one hour for an average mechanic. And that's what then they would tell the the labor, the um, shop, that they could charge. And so they could do an estimate ahead of time. They knew they were going to replace the spark plugs. They could say, well, that's going to be one hour labor. And you wouldn't have to wait to see how long the mechanic took in order to pay for the charge. Not only that, but it would seem... Fair, it certainly simplifies matters in that um, if it took him three hours to do the job you still only paid one hour if it was the mechanic was unskilled or he didn't have the right tools but the other thing obviously if the guy was really good and he could do it in 30 minutes it still would cost one hour and so if they were charging $50 an hour to replace those spark plugs might be $50 an oil change they might say took a half an hour so it'd be $25 and that's A simple way of explaining the way that time guides work and similar to the Russian nesting dolls what they did not realize because at first it seemed fair enough but it turned out that it was corrupted and I want to get into the explanation of how that was corrupted but I want to say that in no way do I want to pick on mechanics or repair shops or even time guide companies you know all these folks are made in God's image and they wake up every morning thinking that they're gonna go to work to help folks I just want to fly over this issue at 10,000 feet so we can see how the system is corrupted and perhaps more importantly, how when we get full of ourselves, we too have the problem of Adam. In other words, we want to take God's place, like knowing the knowledge of good and evil. So having grown up around this culture, literally I was 13 when I got into it, and I understand that culture drives much of this behavior, but Chilton's and Motor's Time Guide companies I'm sure became very quickly aware that the more time that they said a job would take, the better their time guides would sell, right? If you're a mechanic and you could have your choice of Chilton's or motors and Chilton said it took an hour and a half to change those spark plugs and motors only said an hour, well, which time guide would you buy? Because you're going to get paid more time. If you buy the time guide that has more time, you see immediately, you see the corruption that falls into the system. Meanwhile, also the competition among mechanics and, and the way the owners look at their mechanics is based on who turns the most hours. So in many shops, it's the guy that turns the most hours that's considered the top dog. And thus driving the mechanics to want to get the time guide that's going to give them the most time, not just from a standpoint of pay, but a standpoint of men like to think we got what it takes. And we like to know that, that we can outperform everybody else. Whatever. You've seen the competition among men. Well, that drives these things. Well, ironically, on the other side of the equation... The manufacturers, you know, they have their warranty time guides. In other words, GM and Chrysler and all these people, they try to figure out how they don't have to pay much money to get repair jobs, so they have their own set of time guides. And if you're a new car dealer and you're, you have a franchise, you have to go buy their time guides when it comes to warranty repairs. And quite often, honestly, I would see a job that took a great mechanic three hours to perform that the warranty time guides would only pay a half an hour. and and so I mean the poor mechanic would need to make that up and so he would go turn to you know if there was a repair and on that repair was two warranty things and then there were three things that were out of warranty like an oil change or a 30,000 mile service then you see they would turn to these other time guides in order to make up for what they lost in the warranty repair and thus you you drove all that too so Seeing all this issue, and uh, the big retailers like Pep Boys and Midas Muffler and all these people got into the mix, and they found, wow, we could figure out what are the most price-sensitive repairs that everybody checks, like brake repairs and and oil changes and those kind of things. And they priced those way down and, and advertised those to bring customers in and then upsell their way into making a profit. not worth words, once you got in, they're going to sell you on a transmission service. They're going to sell you on a, other things that the car may need, again, in an effort to make more hours. And, and dealers then, oh, they saw that Pet Boys and all these people were doing this, so they picked up those strategies as well, and next thing you know, you got a whole smorgasbord of ways to make a profit. And when you look at that, dealers and retailers, guess what? They measure themselves by who's making the most profit, and thus they're driving similar behaviors. And I would guess whatever line of work you're in, I don't know what you do, but if you think about it, when we begin to measure and compare and we start pushing people to, to meet certain numbers, then we can't help but see situations where they corrupt the process to make themselves feel better or look better by corrupting the way they calculate the numbers. The old, the old saying, especially in the car business, <laughs> figures lie and liars figure, right? <laughs> I mean, there's lots of ways to calculate things. And so you really put this stress on the way the calculations are done, and similar to the Russian nesting dolls, right? We all get full of ourselves, and we see the corruption, and we fail to consider the consequences. So, uh, there's, there's one I want to discuss so that we're all on a similar playing field. So, what is fair, and what is honest? You know, shops are expensive to operate, I'm telling you. The special tools cost a fortune. I could easily... Or three or four people could retire on what I've spent on special tools that were never even opened out of the packages because the manufacturers make you buy all these tools. And to be a mechanic takes years of training and to get good at it is like a doctor in my view. They have to train, they have to take clinicals, they have to get certifications, there's new systems, new technologies, constant training. It, it's a tough job. And then there's all the insurance because guess what? Whether well, the suit happy culture we live in, which, you know, it's kind of full of itself too. They have to protect themselves against all these people that would sue them if they left a bolt off or something. So simply put, I don't know another way, a simple way to empty yourself or any business without doing just simply what Jesus said. And it is real simple and it's quoted in all four gospels. When he says, whoever finds his life will lose it and whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. See, for Jesus' sake, we should consider others better than ourselves. And if we'll lose all that and empty ourselves, it's an interesting thing. And this is so cool. I thought about it all week. I was thinking about these Russian nesting dolls, which, by the way, if you go to ChristianCarGuy.com, I got this picture up there to show you. But see, Adam tried to take God's place in in gaining the knowledge of good and evil and thus became a Russian nesting doll, full himself and self-centered. And that required Jesus to come and take our place. You see, Adam was going to take God's place, but Jesus came to take our place and die so that we could live forever. And you see, if we can empty ourselves and that self-centered, all those little baby Russian dolls out of the middle of our this leads this great opening for the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit to come in. So if you think about it, here's the solution. If you can find a good Christian repair shop owner who lives in your area you know there is a remnant i i assure you there are some people in it you find that shop and you can trust him to work through the corruption you don't have to try to figure out all this time guy strategy or all the different ways that they could get to you because you're trusting that other person is looking out for your best interest because you know they too are no longer self-centered but they're jesus-centered so we do this with their gifts They're part of the body of Christ, and we allow them to do what it is God gave them to do. Thus, you go, Robbie, where do we find these people? Well, here's the good news. (laughs) We have the Jesus labor love participants, right? All these guys that we know give free labor for cars, for moms and widows that are in trouble and all those things. And that's at ChristianCarGuy.com. But in any case, you can find a Christian brother. And we've come back. I want to put a special shout out to KCIS in Seattle, our new affiliate this morning. We got some gifts in there. We want to wait you to call in and share when you got emptied. We're gonna have some stories. We got Dr. Sonny. We got so much coming up. Stay
1: tuned.
2: There are people in this country who work hard every day. Not for fame or fortune do they strive But the fruits of their labor Are worth more than their pay And it's time a few of them were recognized Hello Detroit Auto Worker Let me thank you for your time You work a 40-hour week for a living Just to
1: send it on down Pittsburgh,
2: still be a wonder, let me thank you for your time You work a 40-hour week for a
3: living Just to send it all down the line
0: Hello, It Kansas. is Labor Day weekend here on a Christian Car Guy show And we are talking about labor, specifically false labor but I do realize, like that song so clearly illustrates, these guys are out there working really, really hard. And I just want to look above the system at 40,000 feet and say, wow, how has this been corrupted and how can we really work for others? And in order to do that, is I went through how calculations are done and car repair labor and all those kind of things. I did that in the first segment. If you're just tuning in, you can go to ChristianCarGuy.com. I wrote all that out there to explain it, but... Now that that's all said, like the Russian nesting dolls I've talked about, when in your life did you find yourself striving? Because I want you to call in and share your stories. What I'm really dying, this is my favorite part of the show, is I want you to call in and share when in your life did you strive for that, whatever it was, that carrot that was being dangled out there, and then God found a way to empty you of that. And and you filled up, instead of being that Russian nesting doll with that little baby that you were completely self-centered or he filled you up, when did that happen in your life? 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. And as I mentioned right before the end of the first segment, we're so, so excited to add KCIS 630 in Seattle, Washington this morning. And here's a great example of how you can find a Christian car repair facility. See, Doug Linwood Mazda and Doug Linwood Hyundai have come along to support KCIS to have the show on the air. And in every market, if you're in in, in, in um, Syracuse this morning, New York, or if you're in Albuquerque, New Mexico, you, you will go to either ChristianCarGuy.com or the radio station you're listening to's website. You're going to find car dealers that support Christian Broadcasting. Well, guess what? Those guys are the ones that you can trust to work through this corruption because it would be, I was sitting there this morning thinking, how could I tell a consumer how to work through that? The, the way to work through that is you've got to find somebody who has been gifted to understand it clearly and be able to help you with that and that's a Christian brother. With many counselors, plan succeed and so like that and in doing so. We want to, we're so excited really to have Seattle with us that we want to have a special gift this morning. If you're the first caller, from Seattle to tell us your story of when God emptied you. We got a special prize for him, Johnny, tell them what they'll win.
3: We have Dr. Sonny's urgent recall notice bookmark, and on the back is the books of the Bible, Old Testament and New. And we have The Power of God Thinking by Keith C. Powell, a special book for the first caller from Seattle. All right. 866-348-
0: 7884 34 Truth. And without further ado, it's time to introduce our very own recovering bozo and recovering Russian doll keeper, Dr. Sonny Fox. Well, good. <laughs> <laughs> I always got to play that, Dr. Sonny. It just is, is part of the deal. It is what it is. I'm glad you made it here Dr. Sonny, you're out there on the West Coast yourself this morning.
2: I was thinking that you were talking about uh, Seattle. It's it's early. Seattle folks, uh, I'm in San Diego so I uh, feel your pain. <laughs> well, it's good it's good to be with you this morning uh, talking about uh laborers. There's are there's scriptures in the Bible about laborers, the parable of the workers in the vineyard. Some of them were getting uh getting less less hours for the same pay and some of them are getting more uh, more hours for a little pay. And it reminded me of what we're talking about this morning. I mean, that's in Matthew 20, the parable of the workers in the vineyard. You have to make sure also when you have work done that you get an estimate ahead of time. These workers in the vineyard, if you remember in Matthew, they, they signed up for a denarius for a day's work. And then these other folks came along, uh, later in the day and they, they signed up for a denarius, and then when they were paid at the end of the day, everybody got the same amount because that's what they were quoted. So you also
0: have to be careful on the quotes, right, Robbie? You're exactly right. And the great news is we already got a caller from North Carolina. We got wow. James, and he's got a story where he, he may have got empty. James, you're on the Christian Car Guy show. Good morning.
3: Good morning.
0: What have you got for us?
3: Uh, several years ago. Uh, you know, I mean, my wife and I were married and, and still are, uh, and uh, we were having it really hard financially. And uh, I work for a major uh, health organization here in Winston-Salem, a leading corporation uh, as a uh, industrial mechanic, as an engineer. And uh, I kept telling her, you know, I think we're going to have to, I'm going to have to take a higher position for us to make it. And it's going to cause us to relocate and so on and so forth and so forth. I interviewed several different times uh, down in the Charlotte area, and uh, which is probably, I don't know, an hour and 15 minutes, an hour and 30 minutes away from our home right now. And uh, I kept getting turned down, and I was like, baby, I just don't know how we're going to make it. This is just crazy. I don't know what we're going to do. And I just kept chasing it, chasing it, chasing the promotion, chasing that promotion, and beating my head against the wall. I mean, just doing everything, college degrees and everything I could possibly think of to get the job, and I just kept getting turned down. And by far, uh, I felt like I was the leading candidate, which obviously, you know, now that it's come out I wasn't. But, you know, when you're chasing something you don't realize the reality in it all. So, um I just pulled myself back and said, Okay, you know, uh God, what are you gonna do with this? And uh you know, I'm just gonna have to wait. And uh you know, I went through a whole waiting season, um and that's just what it was as the season and uh it come come to find out, um we had another position open up at a hospital closer to me, uh, which didn't make my drive any further. Uh, and now I'm the lead engineer there, and uh, have two additional babies. Wow! So, wow!
0: Yeah! Wow! James got emptied, and then God and, filled it, filled and, him up. And
3: you know what? I thought that. I thought. The, I thought
0: the, I'm sorry, James. We got to go to a break. When we come back, we do have a Seattle caller. We're going to hear her story. We're going to get Dr. Sonny's word on what James had to say. And we need to hear from you. 866-348-7884.
1: Working nine to What a way to make a living. Ready? By. And no just use your mind. False
0: labor. That's what we're talking about today on The Christian Car Guy. When were you chasing... That dollar, or maybe there was another thing you were chasing. And you, like a Russian nesting doll, had found yourself self-centered, full of yourself, and God find a way. God found a way to empty you. We would love to hear your story today. You could and really you, you could you would be shocked at the people that you encourage by sharing what God has taught you today. 866 348 7884 866 Three, four, truth, all about labor, time guides, how labor is calculated, all that stuff's at ChristianCarGuy.com. And we are blessed to have Dr. Sonny with us this morning. And one of the reasons I always love Dr. Sonny is that he has a lightning quick mind, which we didn't get to take advantage of because we went to the break before. Usually Dr. Sonny can come up with an acronym in less than about two seconds about a story like that and then share a little biblical wisdom of what James Gave us, but I know you've had way too much time to think, but go ahead, Dr. Sonny, lay it on us. Well, the theme I heard with James was
2: prayer. He was waiting. He was waiting. So pray, P-R-A-Y, our precious Redeemer, always yielded, and he waited. He said many times, my time has not yet come. My time has not yet come. And just a quickie on prayer. God answers every prayer. I hear people sometimes. I'm a a motorsports chaplain. People will tell me, "Sonny, <laughs> God didn't answer my prayer." Well, what do you mean? Well, it didn't happen. Well, it's no, go, slow, grow. So <laughs> a lot of the time, you have you have to grow because you're not mature enough for what you're asking for, or you have to slow down for God's timing. And that's what happened with James. So God answers every prayer, prayer. no, slow, grow, go. So don't get discouraged when you're praying. I've been praying for Johnny for 40 years. 40 years I've been praying for Johnny. Well, it's the Holy Spirit's job to get Johnny saved, your job to pray for him. So you've got got, uh, unrealistic expectations there. You're not going to get him saved. The Holy Spirit does. You pray
0: for him. There you go. Well, the good news, really, really good news for me is we have our first Seattle caller. We have Anna who's uh, in Seattle and actually she just got her car back from a mechanic. So hopefully we can help her out. We'd love to hear your call. 866-348-7884. Good morning, Anna. How are you? You got up early this morning.
1: Yeah, I'm on my way to Mount Rainier, and I would like another cup of
0: coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you! I wish I was on my way to a mountain. That sounds real. Oh, I bet that's beautiful in Seattle. That has to be amazing. Well, yeah, it's a little cloudy today. Oh, okay. Well, tell that's us, okay. tell us what, tell us your story.
1: Well, God emptied me of my marriage, and I'm a single mom with four kids, and I bought a Volvo. Um. So that my kids would be safe when they're learning how to drive, and I've gotten it through two drivers, and hoping to get it through two more, and just got it back with a whole list of stuff to work on. But I'm encouraged because the the mechanic said that it should go for another five years. So,
0: wow, that yeah. is encouraging. And I will, okay. I, I I'm gonna agree with them that, that I'm gonna agree with you. First of all, I worked for Volvo. I worked for almost everybody at one time. <laughs> Johnny's laughing there because he knows I did. But Volvo is truly, when those people wake up in the morning, when you meet a Volvo engineer, they wake up trying to figure out how to make a safer car. It, it, some of the manufacturers, honestly, they wake up trying to figure out how to make a larger profit. But the Swedish people, when they started Volvo, they had a their primary goal in life was to make the safest cars out there and, and, and quite often we used to hear it said that from a policeman, they never um, had to bring a dead person away from a Volvo accident. It just it wasn't something that happened. So I think you made a great choice well, there it. in your it's car.
1: Expensive.
0: Yeah, they ah, are. It's and,
1: there, and it's expensive to drive. It gets the same amount of mileage as my van,
0: but that's okay. <laughs> well, you know what's really neat, Anna? You, you probably, because you're in Seattle, never heard Dr. Sonny, but he is the world's fastest <laughs> at making... <laughs> acronyms, and so you've given them a bit of a challenge. I'm really excited to hear it, personally, <laughs> because Volvo, I'm just going to throw that out there, Dr. Sonny, and let's see how you're doing with your V's this morning. Well, uh, V-O-L-V-O, Volunteers
2: Offer Love. We're talking about these volunteers to help you fix your car, and their value is is just out, out outrageous in a good way. Their value is... Uh, over and above volunteer
0: Austin for love (laughs) Johnny's looking at me and I'm looking at him like you did it didn't he really did you know it's just like that but you bring up a good point and and, Anna one of the things we're hoping to bring to Seattle we don't have it all arranged yet but we're hoping to is we do have the Jesus labor of love team It's, it's a team of volunteers across the country to help single moms and widows that are in a crisis. Now, if if people can afford their repairs, we're glad and all that, but there are all the times when people get in a crisis and they can't get anywhere. And so we've been blessed to often be able to help in those situations. And for those of you who've never heard about that, if you go to Jesus, I mean, if you can go to Jesus Labor Love or you can go to com, and there you'll see the Jesus Labor Love program, find out all about it. We are blessed that you called in this morning, Anna.
1: That's wonderful. There is a place that I had it. They couldn't figure out what was wrong with it. called Cedar Park Mechanics Ministry, and they're part of Cedar Park Church in Bothell, which
0: really? Is great. Well, <laughs> we may, awesome. we need to contact them. Well, I am so thankful that you called in this morning. God bless you.
1: Thank you. You too.
0: All right. Bye-bye. All right. How cool is that? Now, uh, what is your story? We would love to hear it. 866-348. <laughs> Dr. Sonny and the Volvo. I'm really impressed. I really am. Doctor. <laughs> don't try this at home, kids. It's. 866 348 7884 is a number to call in and share your story. 866 34 Truth. I, I did, I did want to share my own. In 19. Um, Ninety-one. I had been in the car business all these many years and worked my way and strived. You know how it gets, you know, and we're going out there for the carrot. And I, you know, when you're a car salesman, you hope someday to be a sales manager. Then you hope to be a general sales manager. Then you hope to be someday to be the general manager. And in 1991, I got the big promotion and I found out that I was the general manager of Crown Dodge. And you may remember that 1991 was the year of the Gulf War, and Dodge was not the hottest thing going, (laughs) to say the least. In 1991, we we had quite a a variety of products, some of which weren't perhaps the best made. But nonetheless, I had my shot at being a general manager, and I was so excited. And, And we struggled, and we struggled, and I worked, and I strived. And I was not a Christian at this time, Dr. Sonny. I don't know if you've ever heard this story. But they have a thing in the automobile industry called a customer satisfaction index. And not only were we not selling cars, I'd been doing this about six months. I was a general manager at Crown Dodge. Not only had we not been selling cars, but if your customer satisfaction index drops below a certain level, you can lose your franchise or they can at least not give you any more franchises. So to the owner of the chain of dealerships I worked for, your customer satisfaction uh, rating would somehow or another determine whether or not you were going to keep your job and on october the 15th of 1991 i got a letter from chrysler and it said that my customer satisfaction rating was 1.9 on a scale of 4.0 at what point i felt like i'd worked however many years in the car business i guess 40 to find that i was going to crash and burn And I really had no clue. But I'd heard this pastor preach one time, this sermon, on how to hear from God. And I was not a Christian, but I was determined that I needed to hear from God now because I'd worked my whole life and I was getting nothing. And the way that this, he had a prayer, like you had mentioned, Dr. Sonny, that you're supposed to go. And part of this prayer that I now call the Five Slamajama, Cat's Pajama Prayer, is that you're supposed to try to hear God's voice. you got two ears and one mouth you're supposed to listen more than you talk in prayer is what that pastor had said, and that made sense to me. He said, God knows what your issues are. You just need to listen to what he has to say. And part of it was that you need to go out and relax. So I actually went out into a field outside of Greensboro, North Carolina, and lay down in the middle of the field in an attempt to hear God's voice, and part of that was you're supposed to let go and let go and let God. Well, just this week, Dr. Sonny, I— God was kind of showing me what I was doing and doing that let go, let go. I was letting go like all those little me's inside the Russian nesting doll. I needed to let go of those things in order for him to come in. So actually, I prayed and prayed and prayed, trying to hear God's voice in that field that day, and fell asleep. My boss went looking for me. My wife went looking for me. I was asleep in the field. I was just... And things were worse when I thought, man, I did all this praying, and now I'm done." <laughs> so that next Saturday morning, I prayed again. And when we come back, I want to share how God did. In fact, I got to hear his voice for one of the first times. And what he said has changed my life forever. So you don't want to miss that. And we want to hear your story. 866 348 7884 866 Three, four truth. Day
1: two. This is where the healing begins. Oh, this is where the healing stones. When you come to where you're broken with him. The line is the talk. The line is the dog.
0: It's Labor Day weekend, and today on the Christian Car Guys show, we've been talking about false labor, false labor from a standpoint of car repair labor, but also from a standpoint of when were you laboring for something, and it turned out to be false what it was you were going after, and we would love to hear your story today. We have a Dr. Sonny bookmark for you, 866-348-7884. We got one more segment to go, so we got time to get you on, 866-348-7884 three four eight seven eight eight four you really could encourage lots and lots of folks with your story some way that god touched you so right before the break when we left our hero me (laughs) i was asleep in the field trying to pray trying to hear from god because i'd finally gotten my shot as a general manager and i was blowing it horribly horribly and i was not a christian i if you'd have known me back then, I my mouth was full of bad language. I was a very bad-tempered person. I was very driven. That would be a good way to describe me is by people that knew me. So there I am the next morning, Saturday morning, and I am praying, God, I don't know why I've done all, all this work. I, I, I'm going nowhere. None of this is happening. I've got no cars out for the month. My customer satisfaction rating has fallen below acceptable. I am going to get fired what is it that you want my life to be about? And I'm listening, and I'm listening, and I'm letting go, let God. This, this prayer took literally almost an hour that morning of me trying to hear God's voice when suddenly I heard it. And he said to me, Robbie, when it's all said and done, it's not going to matter how many cars you sell, and it's not going to matter what your customer satisfaction rating is. What's going to matter is how many people you truly help. And a lot of people say, Robbie, how do you know you heard from God? Well, that was a concept I had never thought. But as soon as my mind began to wrap around that concept, wow, I don't have to sell more cars. I don't have to get my customer satisfaction rating up. All that's manipulating numbers. If all I do is wake up in the morning and go try to help somebody, then I can succeed. So I I called a salesman. (laughs) <laughs> That's the funniest part of the story. Because these salesmen, believe me, when I told them that morning that I had just talked to God, they thought that I was the craziest human that they'd ever seen in their life because they knew me as anything but a godly person. But I told them that morning, I said, guys, I have talked to God and we have a new plan. We are not going to try to sell cars today. We are going to try to help people. I don't want to hear that they're going to buy a car today. I don't want to hear any of that stuff. I want you to go out there, wait on that customer, and you try to figure out how to help them. If that means you got to w- walk them over to the Nissan store and sell them a Nissan, we were the Dodge dealer, or if that means you need to help them find a used car, or if that means you need to suggest they don't buy a car, I want you to figure out how can I really help this person, and I want you to go about helping that person. And when you come up to the desk, I don't want to hear a number. I want to hear what is this guy, how can we help this man? How can we help this lady? What is it that we can do? And I suppose the Holy Spirit, somehow or another, reverberated that message into my salesman's ears, even though it was coming from a very ungodly source. They heard it because it, it was not my message, but it was God's message. And would you believe that very month, we had 15 cars out on the 15th, I remember it all too well, we sold over 100 Dodges that month, we outsold the Honda store, and Actually, my boss was so (laughs) impressed at what happened and what he heard from what was coming on from the Dodge store that I was promoted to the Honda store because it was embarrassing for the Honda store to be be outsold by the Dodge store. And so within a month of that prayer, I was promoted and all sorts of things happened in my life to where I, I proceeded in the car business. But from that moment on, I completely changed The way that i did business i no longer did business with the concept of trying to sell more cars or get a customer satisfaction number my my motto i had at my desk i said it all the time guys all we got to do is try to help somebody and if we do that then that's what that's what truly matters and isn't that amazing dr sunny god came from me with that that literally saved my career and later on he came and saved my life and that's another story. It's also at ChristianCarGuy.com. But you heard all that now, Dr. Sonny. Have you got an acronym?
2: Always. <laughs> 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 well, there may be someone listening this morning. That is the key word, listening this morning. And uh, you're not sure what's going what's gonna to happen, especially up in Seattle. Uh, I spent some time in Seattle. I was in the Navy for a lot of years, and I was in the shipyard at Bremerton which is just across Puget Sound. You take the ferry from Pier 52 downtown. And listen is probably uh, the word that I'll talk about here briefly. James, who was the half-brother of Jesus, who wrote the book of James, in the first chapter, verse 19, he says, So then, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, and slow to wrath. Listeners are this morning. L i s t e n. Love is the savior, and today you can have eternal newness. If you've never trusted God, like Robbie was forced to, sometimes you're forced to your knees uh, to get him to get you to listen. Um, he's a loving savior, and today he's ready to do what it is necessary. To get you where he wants you to go, not necessarily where you want to go. He tells his disciples, for where your treasure is, whatever's important to you, there your heart's going to be. If your treasure is moving cars out the door and numbers, then that's where your heart's going to be. And that's not where he wants it. He wants it to help people. And if you help others, it always comes back to you. It's just, it's, it's just the way it is with God. You help others, it comes back to you. And that's Luke twelve thirty four. And much of the ministry that I have, that, that God has given me, driving through the Bible, is built around, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. All your energy is being burned up about you, and you're not getting anywhere. You put God in the center, that'll make it work. I'm at car shows all the time, and guys love these cars, and, oh, man, my whole life's built around this car. Well, what about Christ? Well, I don't want to lose this car. He's not going to take the car away. He just wants to be in the middle of the situation. He wants to take the place of the car. You can still have the car, and you'll have more fun, and you'll be a greater
0: uh, Speaking beat. of that, I'm, I hate to interrupt you because you're on a roll, Dr. Sonny, but there's a no, story. We We just got about a minute and a half, but I'm wondering— yes. You know, God did that with you. He emptied you of a desire for a car, and then he came through, and I know that would encourage Uh, people to hear that. If you could tell it in a minute and a half.
2: Well, my testimony, uh, I was uh, a poor kid in Virginia. I thought that once I get out on my own, I'm going to have everything. Well, I did. In 1992, I had everything. And God basically came to me and communicated to me, you happy? Uh, No. Well, uh, you got all this stuff doesn't make you happy. He said, well, I'm going to have to take all the stuff away, and you ain't going to like it. And he took all the stuff away, and I didn't like it. I do now because I can see what he was doing. I I was Sunny centered and not God-centered. And so when he sh- made that shift, uh, and it was Job-like, but I can tell you today, it is peace beyond any understanding. I had no peace. I had everything but peace. And if you don't have peace, those of you who know that you have a lot of stuff and you have no peace, you right. can't buy peace.
0: Well, I would point out, I, I hate to jump in because we're running out of time, but if you don't know God, you can go to ChristianCarGuy.com. There's a Know God button. Please find that peace. Find out how you can get peace to hear from God, how it is that you can get in that relationship with him. I certainly thank you for listening to the Christian Car Guy show. Remember, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went and got it all done in 33 years. And this week, how about doing a little listening and a little emptying of that Russian nesting doll?
2: Amen.